All right, this week on One More Pass, we cover the NFL injury plague, and Joey gives us a lengthy pod damn it about his Denver Broncos. We also cover coaching hot seats already. There's quite a few coaches out there that we think that might get fired midseason or after the season. And we also cover our, our first uh, text fight. Oh, that's oh, yeah. true. Which- yeah. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. I just want to put that in the back of my head because I'm I'm you want to put it behind you and move on. I'm deathly scared of uh, dad Joey Sanchez coming after me. I think we had a good breakthrough. I think I think I think we can now work to a higher understanding of each other and really make this whole podcast just we can just take it to the next level. Definitely. Our friendship has grown leaps and bounds after this weekend. (laughs) Scott Stapp, we will soar. All right, you guys ready to go? Let's go. Let's do it. All right, let's go. Welcome back to the One More Pass podcast, week nine. And uh, if you are listening to this, you can probably tell we are somewhat dejected from our team's performances this past week. Um, Joey, how you feeling? I'm really thankful we don't do this podcast on Sunday night or Monday morning because it could be could be a two man show <laughs> had it been then. But that's the great thing about football you, you you give it a day and then you start looking forward to to the next game. True, Rob. How you feeling this week, man? I feel, uh, I feel hopeful. I feel good. Uh, a lot of things happens. Weird week, a lot of injuries. Let's just have not, a, let's not have another Sunday like this one. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, normally we roll into our conversation, but as soon as, uh, Rob and Joey walked in, I just hit record and we just started going because it's been a hell of a weekend for everybody. So, uh, yeah, here's the episode. Let's go. Well, I'm guessing there we're going to talk about a big subject is going to be the, the historic, run of injuries, which kind of will tie into my pod damn it. Yeah. So should, should we address that now? I think so. Before, because I mean, that's, that's obviously the big, I mean, there were some great games yesterday yeah. because I have a theory. Well, I don't have a theory. I've been reading about a lot of other people's theories. I basically think it was just a freak day. A lot of these people were saying they were talking about this, the turf at MetLife and all this stuff. And, you know, and they didn't play in preseason. Well, Saquon Barkley and Joey and Nick Bosa didn't play in the preseason last year. Yeah. Yeah. So I just think the injury gods just needed a, a, a bigger tribute this year. And I, I just think it was a freak day because if you look, okay, if you look how Bosa got pulled down. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean that the most well-conditioned human being wouldn't have survived that, that right. tackle. Saquon Barkley's looks a little bit more suspect, but I've, you know, how many times have you seen basketball players running up the court and they grab their knee and they're, Oh, it's an ACL. Like right. what was he doing? He was running, you know? Yeah. So I, I don't know. I think it's, I think it was just a, you know, you get those freak, what was it? It was like two or three years ago. There was that one afternoon, one Sunday where there was like four overtime games. Like I'm just sitting there going like, what the hell? I'm watching red zone. I'm like, what the hell's going on? Yeah. You know, I just think these things happen. Well, Solomon Thomas. Yeah. Also an ACL. Yeah. I don't know that I've ever seen two defensive linemen on the same defensive line tear their ACLs. I heard Schefter say last night there were seven ACLs, which is, I think there was a PCL too. Yeah. Well, I think and, all the CLs were represented yesterday. And to, I mean, to one up that Cortland Sutton <sighs> tore up his, uh, ACL and MCL. God, that, um, which I won't do my pod damn it yet, but this is how to me, this, this is, this is 2020 in a nutshell. 
Drew Locke gets hurt in the first quarter, hurts his, his throwing arm. Jeff Driscoll comes in, plays, he plays his good. butt off, throws a pass to Cortland Sutton. Sutton has it go right through his hands, interception. And not only that, he's so frustrated and he goes in to uh, make the tackle. That's how he hurt his knee and he's out for the year. Mm. ACL, ACL and MCL. If he would have made the catch, do you think he would have blown up his knee? No. The Bosa thing. Uh, you said that there was no way a, a, a human could come unscathed from that hit, right? That, yeah, that was a really, the way he kind of got took down where his knee went under him. There was like, yeah, there's. Yeah, totally. So, you know, like there's injuries like that, you know, but then like we were talking about last week about tearing ACLs and MCLs. I mean, like, do you think it's just a matter of time before, you know, a certain athlete's ligaments? Do you think that he would have torn it like eventually? Or do you think just on that play? Because like muscles and uh, ligaments wear down, right? Right. A person was just running down the court and it just happened to snap, you know, because that happens too. And that's from just like years and years of just like your ligaments being worn down and, mm-hmm. and, and just all that stuff. So there was, a, there were there, I wish and with your Sorry wife and her medical back, you guys might know more about this as far as, is ligaments and tendons. I mean, is it, is it, is it conceivable that they could not be as strong because no, uh, no mini camps, yeah. no preseason. Cause there were also a lot of Achilles um, that were torn. And I don't know, again, that's usually one of those things that, uh, the tight end for Cincinnati on Thursday night, it was just, he just immediately drops to the ground. Yeah. Nobody was around him. It, it, it was interesting after watching, after hearing about all the injuries, watching the game, the Monday night game last night. I don't know if you guys felt this way watching any games, but I actually was thinking it's kind of amazing that somebody doesn't break their leg or tear their ACL on every single play. Yeah. I mean, if you, it's such a violent game. Well, look at hockey. I mean, say, yeah, I mean, exactly. That's the most violent game on the planet. And those guys are flying around at 50 miles an hour. It's like, how are there any more like, you know, broken legs and that poor guy that got the skate across his throat a couple of years ago. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. It sure seemed to be, I'm sure somebody will pull. I I think some of it is conditioning, but, but you know, you look at most of these guys are already in the, peak prime condition their bodies will be in. Yeah. With the exception of Ben Roethlisberger, (laughs) Frankenberger. Uh, But he, but I mean, you know, guys like Saquon Barkley, I mean, it may be a, it may be a, it may be a condition where these guys are so maybe their bodies can't keep up with what they need to do with them. Uh, Who knows? I mean, you know, the game is always evolving. That's why we, you know, that's why we have guys that are, still running down the field at 38, 39 years old, you know, guys like Earl Thomas. I don't think he's that old, but, but Frank Gore, Frank Gore. Yeah. The ageless wonder. Ed yeah. Reed. God, how, I mean, how old was he? He was still he played. He was late thirties. He was still, yeah, he was still and, and hitting and running hard. I mean, not a huge fan of him personally, but Ray, yeah. Ray Lewis, I mean, yeah, same thing. damn near 20 year career. Yeah. I thought he would, his reign would, would never end. I think uh, once he figured I've, 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 I got past this murder thing, I can, I can just keep playing. Yeah. <laughs> Anything is possible. Along those lines, I wondered this when Von Miller got hurt on just a, a freak play. Sometimes I wonder if these guys, I don't know if you saw any photos or anything of Vaughn, um, just how massive he had gotten. I mean, he was just working out. He looked like a, uh, like a great God. So much so that, strangely enough, my wife, when there was a commercial on... <laughs> she said, "Oh, you know, how's uh, is that Vaughn? Yeah, that's Vaughn. Wow, he looks like he's going to have a good year. I'm like, okay. Um, 
but I, I wonder if, 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 uh, their, their bodies are so strong, they're so big and they're so powerful and explosive that they're, they're, yeah. their tendons, their ligaments, their ankles, they just, you know, they can't, they can't hold. It, it might hold have it. something to do with that. I, I, and I think it's, I think, you know, I think with any big event like this we've seen, I think there's going to be a lot of different, a lot of different causes why things like this happen. And everybody just needs to step back. But I, I just, you know, it was just a freaky day. And I just think these freaky days are going to happen. This Sunday will probably be, except for the San Francisco 49ers, I think we'll be back. <laughs> yeah, back that to, lost everybody. That was, that was unbelievable. They're, they're, yeah. I mean, that, I, mean I, I, I don't, I mean, they'll probably get Raheem Mostert back. He's got, I think he, they said he has like a real mild sprain of, I think an MCL sprain, but Tevin Campbell's gone. Yeah. Garoppolo, I don't know how he's going to be out, but not that that really, but I mean, they've lost. I mean, they're going to look like, remember the old vibrating, the electronic, football game yeah. just the yeah. I, I mean it, it's they're done i mean they were literally i i can't remember, i don't think i picked them to win the division but they were they were a strong wild card like they were a they were set to be another solid team this year and they are i mean you think denver's done san francisco is done yeah <laughs> there's no i mean it, it would take an act it would take an act of god that's really sad because they still beat the jets with their depleted roster yeah on yeah. that third and so, uh was it third and 31, 31 or 28 or something. Got, the 55 the yard guy. round. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's it. That's a great point, Rob. They, they, I don't think Denver is, is quite to that degree, but I think an old, the old sports cliche is you can't use injuries as excuses. When you look at some of these teams and the impact players that it's affecting, especially the ones that are out for the year, you can't hold, you can't hold teams to the same standard there. I know there's people in Denver. They're like, Oh, we got it. Fire Fangio. Well, first of all, it's week two. And if they go six and 10, five and 11, four and 12, how do you put that on Vic Fangio? When you've literally lost your top three best players are yeah. gone. And it's the same thing in Carolina. I mean, look how freaking tough McCaffrey is. I feel like McCaffrey touches the ball 180 times a game. Yeah. He's five, nothing. He, he is their offense. He is their offense. It's right. Him. And they yeah. know not only do the Panthers know they're going to give it to him every play, but so does the defense. And yeah. he just, he still makes plays. He makes still plays. Great. Yeah. yeah. And now he's got a high ankle, ankle high ankle sprain, which I feel like as a running back is a nightmare injury trying to come back. They're saying four to six and he's saying he wants to try, you know, I, I want to try to come back earlier, but it's, that's brutal. I mean, like an injury like that, you can't just say to the Panthers, ah, just it's next man up. Yeah. Enter next sports cliche. Next yeah, you, man up. You can't to, make excuses. You have to kind of reassess and reintegrate a whole new game plan on how you do things. And yeah, it's yeah. And, and guys are going to have to step up, you know, second string, third string guys are going to have to, and uh, it may mean some really crappy football to watch, but you know, Hey, at least we still have football to watch. Right? You guys have any, uh, any favorite, favorite games, thoughts on upsets from this weekend? I don't know about upsets, but I thought the uh, Titans Jags game was Highly entertaining. That was a very good game. Cause you know, like I thought the Titans were just going to steamroll the Jags just cause for some odd reason, Tannehill looked fucking awesome. And actually so did Minshew, which was nuts. But like, I think that goes, I love to, that guy. Yeah. But like, I think it goes to play in teams <laughs> in your division. Cause you see him twice every single year. And then like, if you kind of stick around in that division, it's just like, okay, cool. For some reason, like divisional games always seem very competitive. Should we, t should we, uh, Tell the listeners about our first uh, semi-text fight as you were texting me. Uh, <laughs> yes. as was, uh, we did have a text fight, which 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 through text messages, I couldn't tell if you were joking or not. <laughs> That's what made it so good. And I, and I wasn't. Oh, I know. Like, I, I know. I know. I mean, 
I know at this point to not <laughs> fuck with you when it comes to the Broncos, but, but yeah, I mean, we were just sitting there uh, just texting on, on Sunday. And then after all the Denver injuries, after Drew Locke went down, you know, yeah, the like game I, was still going, the game, the game was still going. And we know like Joey just goes radio silent during, during all Denver Broncos it's three games. hours a week. It's, I know it's, it's fine. Yeah, it's you fine. Know, you can, you can mute us. You can go into the conversation. I did. Okay. Yeah, did. I did after that one. Okay. okay. Um, but then like, I just started talking about my fantasy football team about how both my teams, well, actually I, and guess what? Like I ended up winning both of my uh, fantasy football games this week. Darren Waller for the, uh, God, Waller. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the Raiders. Yeah, they saved me in one of my leagues. And then Kamara, actually, um, like my opponent, uh, well, like my good friend from uh, college, Will Green, shout out Will Green. Uh, he had Drew Brees as his quarterback. So, of course, like on that last uh, Saints drive, they were going down. And of course, I'm just like, fuck, they're just going to throw with Brees and I'm right. going to lose this game by right. like a point. The play before they got that touchdown, you know, I mean, like he threw the ball to Kamara. I'm like, oh, sweet. PPR, like this is awesome. Oh shit, Drew Brees just don't throw a touchdown to Kamara. He ends up handing a ball off to him. He scores and and then like I win by like two points in my league because Drew Brees didn't throw a touchdown to him, which was fucking awesome. But going back to our story, yeah, I was just texting uh, our group thread about uh, how shitty my fantasy team was doing and apparently it did not rub. I mean, <laughs> it did not go over well with Joey at all, which now yeah, just don't fuck with Joey Sanchez during a Broncos game, especially when they have players going down. Well, I think it was the, the season. It was the combo of Tana thrill. There was a lot of Tana thrill. I knew I like I was flipping to the Titans game on the commercials, but I felt like every three seconds it was Tana thrill and all caps from Kyle. And then I think what put me over the edge was when you started, you started taking screenshots of your fantasy lineup <laughs> scores and posting. I and mean, I think my text, it was something to the effect of what did I, I think it was like, I can't even describe I think we may need to find the text. Yeah. Yeah. It was actually pretty, it was a pretty entertaining exchange. Well, the, uh, and what was the, the gif of, um, is that Homer Simpson? Yeah. Backing, backing the edge, backing, which is, which is a back into the hedge. Classic. I mean, that's, that's exactly what it is. I think it's because I had muted it on my phone. I, I was on, you know, Twitter and texting my brother as the game's going on. Yeah. I already feel and like I, you've got a real serious game day. I do like same seat, same seat. You've got all your socials going, you know, whatever beverage is, you know, Joey yep. likes, you know, it's, it's, you, you've got a ritual, you know, I, I kind of just like to sit there and eat whatever I've got my wings, you know, whatever, and just kind of chill out and, yeah. you know, I look at my phone every once in a while, but I, you, you probably take it a lot more. Yeah, I do. It's not, seriously. did you find it Kyle? Uh, yeah. Well, so we actually, uh, text quite a bit. I'm, <laughs> I've come to realize, uh, <laughs> To go like earlier in the game, uh, Joey says, second drive of the game, shoulder, uh, out for the game, probably longer. Fuck me. Rob <laughs> says, fuck, sorry, man. And then I go 10 and six, bye-bye. And then I said, the Panthers are getting demolished. I mean, like we all kind of knew that going into the season right. anyway, but it just made it worse. But then uh, Rob says, who's the backup for Denver? And then I say, they finna call Sanchez back. <laughs> yeah. Sanchez. And then I don't think that went over pretty <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah, no, I did not like that at all. Yeah. Uh, did you well, say Tebow too at some point? Yeah. Well, okay, yeah, I said good. Tebow. And then, and then I sent a, a screenshot of my fancy uh, <laughs> score. Well, this is as the game's going on. Yeah, this, Denver's fighting to come back. Yes, okay. totally. Um, side note, my two fancy team names, uh, like one is Morning Woods. Cause I have Robert Woods and then I have a uh, judge Judy. That's right. That's right. Which, which I benched Judy, which was probably, I like the, who the guy you were playing call. the wet ass Panthers. A uh, WAP wet ass Panthers. Yeah. yeah. Double entendre strong, right there. Yeah. It's a strong, 
Uh, then, uh, then Rob says he likes one of my team names. And then, well, then, like I say, got Tana Thrill in all caps. Uh, Tannehill is playing great. He's making me believe. And then we scrolled down. And then I said, Gordon, yes, Joey. And then Joey's just radio silent at this point. And then, yeah, I, I think when he, when I knew he didn't respond to your, your positive text on the, the Gordon after Gordon scored. Yeah. I figured he's like, all right, he's kind of like, he's in. Yeah. I was, I checked out. I was, yeah. He's, he's, in, he's in, All he's in, yeah. he's in the zone. And here's what it gets a little bit hairy. Uh, then, like I said, uh, in what I thought was going to be my lock of the week, I played the Bills. <laughs> I played the bills defense against the Finns. Whoops. And then Joey just says, I can't even tell you how much I don't want to hear about your fantasy football team right now. And then this was the point where I'm just like, Oh shit. He's actually mad. <laughs> he's actually very upset. I'm yeah. like, Oh, this is not good. And then I sent the, uh, the, uh, Homer meme. Or I mean, like Jeff of him backing up. That was into the per- that was perfect. That that, was the, that, that actually made response. that actually made me laugh. Yeah, and then Rob says, "Save it for the pod." So we <laughs> we're saving it for the pod. So we're so we're here. But our friendship is still intact after a week two yeah. and the Denver Broncos going down. I think yeah, I think it was the it had been building, but then I think it was the it was the screenshot, and then specifically the Bills defense, like the furthest thing from my mind in that moment. <laughs> Was me playing the Bills defense against the Miami Dolphins right, in my fancy right. league. Yeah. And, and I probably, I'm sure I must have typed that during a commercial and it was just a, <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah, that was that, that in hindsight, it was really funny. Yeah. And I'm picturing you seeing that text come through and just like, okay. Well, yeah, because I mean, like I'm not a confrontational kind of a dude, right. you know? Well, yeah, well, yeah. Like we have our own moments of, you know, you know, like trying to, you know, like be that guy that's like, oh, you know, I mean, you like, don't give a fuck about anybody's feelings. We always are just like, oh, cool. Like we give each other shit, but I, I didn't realize it went across the line, but then like, I just felt bad because I'm like, oh, I just want to have everybody, you know, like me. That's just a human instinct. Oh, yeah. I just want to be liked. It made for a great story. And, and I felt like the, I felt like it was, it was a strongly worded text, but it wasn't. It wasn't like necessarily mean because it was true. Like I, yeah. in that moment, I could, I could not explain to you how much I don't want to hear about both of your fantasy football teams. Yeah. Plus, like, I think that's a veteran dad move as well. That's like a stern. Uh, it totally. Just like, oh, just like when your kid's doing something that you're very totally disappointed in and, and you're just yeah. not having it. That's like, you know, okay, seriously. Or just in the back of your mind, you're thinking, I don't want to fucking hear about this. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. How but, can I, how can I say that? Kindly, yeah, and, text. And, and and you did so that was great. And you sent the perfect, the perfect gif. I told it's kind of like the text version of of the dad driving with the kids acting up in the back seat and him just swatting. Yeah, <laughs> yep, yeah, exactly. <laughs> just, yeah, oh, man, that's what my dad used to do. Just like if you were the, it didn't matter if you were the instigator. If you got the punch, you know. So right, but, uh, but the message, you know. The was, Homer backing seen? up into the bushes is oh, it's classic. Uh, well, like that's actually in my uh, well, like go to gifs and my that one photo album, yeah, yeah, for sure. And it's always in the. I actually have a couple. Well, some of my friends know, and they just kick me when I'm down. So, but the Seahawks fans, yeah, they'll be like, oh, this- I think that made it worse because it's like I wasn't intentionally trying. Oh, to I know, kick- I know, and that's <laughs> that. It made it worse and better at the same right. time. Yeah. Well, I'm really glad you're not mad at me about that. So no, that's we, great. I'm we glad recovered. we this. Nice little therapy session. It was. It was a good. Yeah. Yeah. I I think there's a lot to work on this week. I feel better already. Pretty surprised at how well the Chargers played against the Chiefs. Um, I know local coverage. Did you guys get to see the end of that game? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, First of all, they did not lose that game. They lost the game, but obviously, but not going for it on fourth down. Oh, you you might as well. Because either way, if you kick it to, to Kansas City, or if you don't make it, you're still 
Game over. At least give yourself a chance. Yeah. Yep. I totally agree. I think Lynn totally screwed the pooch on that. Uh, Herbert was awesome. He's great. I, Can we talk about how he just still has <laughs> acne? Is he 16? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he looks so young on the sideline. That meme of him with the, the Disney Channel oh, thing. Yeah. Oh, that, <laughs> yeah. That absolutely killed me. No, I. you know what? Tyrod Taylor, Taylor seems, by all accounts, seems to be a good dude. I have never once, other than watching him play at Virginia Tech when he was in college, I've never once seen him take a snap as a professional and go, man, that, that, that he's got it. He's got it. Yeah. Yeah. He's the most boring quarterback. I don't know why people continue to, I don't know. I, I, I think again, it's because he's, sure he's a great guy and he's mobile. And I think that has a lot I, to I do think with that's it. it. There's like the chance of him, but he, ripping off a he, long I've, run or something. He, he, I've just never, ever seen, maybe it's because he spent all that time at Buffalo. I, I, I don't know when they had bad teams. Oh, oh, oh Buffalo, Buffalo. <laughs> um, but I, I just, you know what? We got, we got young dudes. We got first years guys, rookies starting all over the league. Why? Yeah. What do you got to lose? Yeah, that I was it. It's was 2020. Great. You're, you're going to play in, a, in an empty stadium all year. Yep. You might as well. Just yep. go ahead and ride that horse. Yeah, because I must admit, I I am always surprised to see Tyrod Taylor still in the league, you know, every yeah. single year. Because, you know, I mean, like in my mind, I just think, well, yeah, cool. Virginia Tech. Boom. That's as far as my like knowledge of him yeah. goes at this point. I'm just like, oh, he's wait, his career what? has been a dial tone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it really has. Yeah, that's a good. That's a a good comparison. And I I would, I kind of put Tannehill in that category, although he had a great, I don't know what he's, but I I tell you what, here's the thing. He's perfect for that organization. He is, it's like that signing made complete sense. The fact that they gave him a huge contract, they locked him down. He's, he, you know, I look at him, I've looked at him for years, you know, he had a lot of injuries when he played at Miami, capable, competent, functional, serviceable, all those adjectives apply to him. I've never looked at, I, I, I think I've seen him in a couple games. I think it was one, it was one game in Miami, I think, where he came back like in the fourth quarter and they won the game. And he was like, man, this early on in his career. He, he is, he's the perfect player for that team. But I tell you what, man, and Jags aren't, you know, they're, 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 they're not, they're not an easy team to beat. You know, they've got a fairly decent defense. Minshew is a, I love that guy. <laughs> that, that was a great game. And that was a good division. That was a tough divisional game. A lot of people are going to be giving the Jags a lot of guff this year, but I think they're going to have a better team. Uh, I kind of reassess my initial prediction on them. They got Minnesota this week, which that could be a trap game, but mm-hmm. they got Pittsburgh and Buffalo. They got two really good defenses coming up. So I want to see what he can do because great players play great against great teams. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I know he's got a great QB rating and blah, 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 and all the stuff he's, and he, he threw some great dimes. That one pass he threw to Adam Humphreys was beautiful. He's got it in him, but I just feel like it's like, how far is he going to be able to go in that team? Yeah. Cause they, it's, 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 it's the Jeff Fisher thing. For some reason they have still encapsulated with every coach that they have gotten after him, whether it was Munchak or a, who's the other guy. I can't believe I'm talking this long about the fucking Titans, <laughs> <laughs> but, but I, I just, I, you know, I'm starting to believe that like, maybe he's got something in him, but I want to see, cause they've got a tough, do you think it's a coaching thing or a uh, personnel thing around him? On the field. I think it's coaching. I think it's personnel. I think it's how the organization is run. Just like all the above. I think it's all the above. Yeah. Titans are just a, they're, they're just a boring, they're a boring team. Now those, obviously those, those Jeff Fisher teams with like Steve McNair was a blast to watch. I loved those teams because you had, you had, you had great wide receivers. You had a great defense, Javon curse. I mean, Keith Bullock, all those great players, Eddie George, Wycheck. I mean, you, they were fun teams despite <laughs> Jeff, you know, Fisher's, you know, very conservative play not to lose uh, mindset. Yeah. Those were great teams, but, 
But man, when he left, Vince Young, I think is what Vince Young is the, even though he did take him to the playoffs, but that guy was just, that started the, the yeah. downhill. Yeah. Cause like, I think that's why I was surprised that I actually watched all the Jags and Titans game because, because yeah, I mean, like you just pointed out, like Titans are just a boring franchise. You know, it's just like, oh, cool. The Titans are playing kind of nailed it. Like, well, I was surprised I actually watched all the Jacks Titans game, you know, like other than like it was a great game. I'm like, yeah, the, yeah. The Titans have just been vanilla. It's just like, yeah, I want them to succeed. It's like, yeah, they're here. This is cool. an NFL team in my hometown and the city that I live in. I should be, I should have a Titans t-shirt. I should be yeah. like, I should be excited about Sunday. Like, man, I really hope the Titans win. feel like more people just love hockey in this town yeah. than, uh, than, than the Titans, in my opinion. I will say on the, um, when you're talking about their upcoming opponents, after seeing the Steelers firsthand for three and a half hours, I severely, not severely, but I definitely underestimated how good the Steelers are. The defense that is defense, dude. brutal. They, I heard a stat yesterday. They rushed five or more, five or more 60% of the snaps. Like they, their game plan, especially after Drew Locke got hurt was we are going to come after Jeff, Jeff Driscoll every single play and the way that they attack on defense and with the weapons they have as immobile as Roethlisberger is it's ugly to watch but the dude can still play they're so well coached by the way is there did you guys see Tomlin on the sidelines at all he's the most badass looking coach possibly ever yeah. so he's, he's got, got a stare He's got a he's, stare, got, he's got a thousand yard stare. He had his, he had his his uh, mask, you know, kind of more uh, kind of the flexible ones that pull up. Yeah, probably just below his eyes, and then he had a pair of aviators on. <laughs> <laughs> when we're like seriously, look up a photo of him. Like they, would, so he looks like some kind of like GI Joe. Yes, they would pan over to him, and villain. he's he's pretty ripped. Like dude's in good shape. I'm like, oh my, is he? Is this like? Is he going to come in and play middle linebacker? He could. If they get could too. <laughs> he just looks yeah. like he just is a straight up badass. Mm-hmm. And then you look over to Vic Fangio, who he's one of the three that uh, apparently is going to get fined a hundred thousand dollars for. Lo- I never well, saw. We, we need to talk about that. I, yeah. I have, I have opinions on that. Whole thing. Um, <clears throat> so anyway, that the, to wrap that up, the Steelers are, I, I underestimated them. Like that's it. That is a freaking good football team. But watching them on that uh, Monday night game last week where they played the giants. It was just like, it looked like that scene in aliens where there's, where they're all, all the baby aliens are just coming to, it was like, they couldn't stop that rush. You know, I don't know how many times they got to Jones, but it just, it just felt like every time he dropped back to pass. But didn't Barkley end up with, wasn't it like 22 rushes for six yards or something like that? I know he was in, he was in the negative at halftime. I think he had a couple of receptions, but yeah, he had, he had, I think he ended up with like eight or nine yards. They, They are terrifying. Yeah, <laughs> that is a terrifying defense. Um, because you brought up the Titans playing the Bills soon. Uh, I mean, like I never thought the Miami Dolphins would give the uh, Buffalo Bills defense a run for their money this past week. But yeah, so. and and once again, Josh Allen. I saw his stat line um, on somebody's uh, one of the guys in our fantasy league. I saw his. I'm like, wait a minute, how did he get 42 points? Threw for four touchdowns. Yeah. Did he run for one, two, or did he just throw for the... I like think he ran for one. I think he ran, because he had like 450 yards. Too. Yeah. Like he had a monster. It was a monster. lot. That's that was a, like the fir- I think that was like the first game that he went over like 350, and he got 450. That is inc- <laughs> that's incredible. Yeah. And this is his second year, right? Third year. Okay. Gosh. 
Quick question. Do you think with all these younger quarterbacks actually doing pretty well this year, like, do you think that's a testament to there being no crowds and them having to go on the road and not having to deal with, you know, home field advantage? Hmm. That's a good question. I, I, I think that, I think it definitely plays a part. I know in the, even though Tannehill's a veteran, um, in the Titans Broncos Monday night game, that last drive the Titans had when they were backed up on the five, like that's the loudest part of the stadium right there. I think that would have played a huge part having having fans in there. I would say yes. If you see how just I mean, it's it's silent down there on the field. You can hear if you watch the broadcast last night, I mean, you can you can literally hear what the players are saying to each other. Yeah. They said in the Broncos Steelers brought no, I think it was a game after anyway, in a broadcast it teams are actually starting to bring their huddles further away from the line of scrimmage because the defense, yeah. it's so quiet that the defense can hear them. I think it's easy to forget that when we're watching on TV, when they're, you know, piping the, piping the volume in. Speaking of, speaking of that, that whoever was running the board last night on that Monday night game needs to be summarily fired. That was technically one of the worst broadcasts I've watched in a long time. It was pretty rough. It was rough. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I think you brought it up. Like there was like a run the Raiders were down in, I think they were inside the 20 maybe or something like that. And Josh Jacobs made a run and all of a sudden it sounded like, first of all, it was delayed by like three seconds, but, it, but the crowd noise that they were piping in yeah. sounded like he'd scored a touchdown. Yeah. And didn't it come in like about two or three seconds yeah, it, after it came he got in tackled? like super late and it's like, <laughs> yeah. what is, and then there was all these weird drops where you just didn't hear anything, but like the field mics. He's tackled just, for after a 20 yard gain. <laughs> I like someone just pushed the applause yeah. button. I saw, you know, we talked about, I talked about the sad mascot thing. I, another thing that I saw that kind of made me wish the fans were back in this is, is the green Bay's looking great. Um, but doing the Lambo leap without fans. So yeah, pretty odd, but let's, let's, unless we have any other topics, I think we really need to wait, hold on. Like, can I, uh, just like also mention one more thing on, on crowd noise, uh, the dude doing the crowd noise for the Eagles and, uh, oh, him hitting the, the booze. booze. Oh, <laughs> yes. That was incredible. <laughs> you need to just That's fucking fantastic. give that dude a raise. Please. Yeah. 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 It's very accurate. Sorry, sorry, Rob, go ahead. I, just not, not, I, I, don't, I don't, I think we really need, we need to give this subject a, a certain amount of, of, of attention, but the absolute galactically shitastic Atlanta Falcons. Oh, oh my gosh. And everything surrounding it I, I just, how, I think it's the first time since like 1923, a team or in the 30s, maybe I, I read, I saw a three in it and I'm one in a nine. So it's been a long fucking time that a team scores 39 points, commits no turnovers and still loses the game. I think they were 440 and zero is the stat I saw. I mean, <laughs> Nobody loves when you put to, it like that. That's yeah. just nobody scary. loves to see Atlanta lose more than I do, and the Cowboys for that matter. They could have played to a scoreless tie, and I would have. Has anyone checked on Tracy by the way after that game? <laughs> oh no, he posted something on Facebook. He was like, "Yeah, go Cowboys." He's, he like, said he had to. They're taking the day off from their their, their talk show, so he can he they can, can revel. Okay, but I mean that is like how how that special team coach was not fired immediately after that game. Oh yeah, I mean, that's unforgivable. And granted, that that was a smart. I don't know who called the made the. You know, made the call on kicking the ball that way. With no tee and just laying it flat. Yeah, there. just laying yeah. it flat and and giving it the old. You know, just kind of he just kind of kicked it like a soccer ball. Yeah, and you have, I think there's five or six Dallas. I mean, 
it's not a fucking punt. It's a kickoff. Yeah. To you, that's a live ball after it goes 10 yards. To them, it's a live ball after, you know, it's like, it's a, it's a, it is fair game. Yep. What, <laughs> what are they thinking? Like, I, I just, it's, I mean, obviously, you know, there was a, you know, for Dallas to come back and score that many points and win, there's a lot of different breakdowns, but that is just like, that might be worse than the Super Bowl. Yeah. Because I, I, I think, I, I, I think that, that play just shows you how, and granted, you could say, you know, it's early in the season where they didn't have a regular preseason. There were no games, but still. Well, no, like that should be a rule that you've that's like always basic, come up with. Yeah. Room, it's like, like, it's like on the Hail Marys, knock it down. Yeah. You kick the ball. 10 yards, it's yours. I think it's, I think it's a lot worse than the Super Bowl. You know, the, the, as frustrated as Falcons fans were and the Atlanta let it slip away, you were also having to deal with arguably the greatest quarterback to ever play the game, <laughs> as much as it pains me to say this. But I mean, this, this was like special teams coaching 101. I mean, the ball is there. And, and if you look at the replays, it's almost, it's it's staggering that they're they're looking at the ball and it almost their body language to me for the Falcons made it seem like they 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 didn't know what to do. Like there's one guy that he almost looks like he wants to try to get it and I don't yeah. know if it's because no one else is going for it that he doesn't and then by the time he does it's too late. But I I would think that on the sideline when you're talking about the first thing that you would say is get this ball, you know, no matter what happens, they can't get it until 10 yards, just just get it. Um, yeah, I still can't believe it. I, it'll probably be another 500 games in that scenario before that would ever happen again. I mean, it spooked them. I mean, I, I'm thinking if like, okay, we've just let this team come back, you know, the, uh, the, you know, the adrenaline, the anxiety, all those emotions you're feeling. It's like, if you let that override and it, you know, I've never been a professional athlete, so I can't speak to this, but I'm thinking just as a human being, it's like, if I know one thing in this situation is to fall on that goddamn ball. Yeah. It's an onset. You know, it's coming. doesn't matter what it looks like, where, you know, if it's kicked, if they, they knuckle ball it off the ground and it goes in the air, you go for the ball. Right. Well, like most people, you know, I mean, you like know the basic rules of sports, but then, you know, like those, you know, kind of like inner rules of, okay, well, like you have to let the ball go 10 yards. My wife just says, uh, what's the defense doing? Can't they just hop on the ball yeah. before it goes 10 yards. And like, if she even knew that, but these pro athletes, which, yeah. which, which I mean, like there's a side of me that thinks like once one person didn't go, I think it psyched everybody else out. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, that's exactly what I was saying. It, it was, was herd, it was herd mentality. Yeah. It yeah. was like, we're, I'm nervous. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think we can, I think we, uh, yeah, I don't really have anything else to say other than that was just, I, I, I was, I couldn't, I could believe it and I couldn't at the same time. Like nothing, I think at this point, nothing will surprise me. I think we can go ahead and add Dan Quinn to the hot sit, hot seat. Oh yeah. 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 After that, that could be, um, a, we talked about talking about that too. Coaches. Yeah. Yeah. Who, who do we think is the first who's, who's on the hot seat and, or who do we think is going to be the first coach to get fired this yeah. year? One last quick question, Joey, do you think that your Broncos scouting resume is good enough to put it in for the special teams job? Uh, I got my office? second interview tomorrow. Nice. I, I want to tell you guys. Yeah, it was, you know, my resume is just someone that's spent thousands of hours studying the Denver Broncos. When they asked like what other jobs I've had in, in football, that was, yeah, I, I had to lie a little bit there. Say I'm, right. Uh, like Arthur Blank, you're uh, going to interview for this job. Okay, uh, Mr. Sanchez, onside kicks. What do you tell your team in the huddle? Uh, thanks for the opportunity, Mr. Blank. Uh, what I would, what I tell them in the huddle is, as soon as you have an opportunity to get to that football, you fall on it 
and protect it immediately. Great. You do not have to wait for it to go 10 yards. You're hired. Thank you. Does that uh, was, is it that easy? Yes, it, it <laughs> wow. should be at this point. <laughs> yeah. It's a vital part of the game, but it's just, I just think the rules are so simple. You know, like there's not, I mean, like how do you get confused about something like that? I, I have no idea. Yeah. That's a, without trying to be too dramatic about that play, that's the kind of play that can send your season into a tailspin. Oh yeah. Specifically yeah. And I hope for that it coach. does. Yeah. And good for the Cowboys. I mean, Dak had a great day. He's on my fantasy team. Thank you, Dad. Yeah, me too. See, I'm oh, talking oh. about that on a Tuesday, Kyle, not Sorry. during a game on a Sunday. I know now. Okay. I know Save now. it for the pod. <laughs> uh, I, I, all credit to the Cowboys, man. They came back and played a hell of a game, but that was just like, I can't, it, it's, it's just, sometimes it's just very, I know we all make mistakes, especially athletes, but it's like, it's just so hard to watch that. when that's literally one of the first things you learn in Pop Warner, you know, yeah. it, 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 that's like the ABCs. I just, <laughs> Just, I feel so bad I, for I, Matt I laughed Ryan. so hard. I was, I was literally like, I was just la- I like, I remember I was like five minutes later, I was in the kitchen, like making a drink or something like that. And I just started la- just thinking about it, just started laughing. It's like, <laughs> fuck. And of course it's Atlanta. Of yeah. course. I feel so bad for Matt Ryan because he just plays his dick off every single week. And then it just happens he, to be like the defense. He really does. Yeah. You know, he's still I, an elite quarterback. Yeah. And I hate it for him too. Cause I think he's a great player. I don't like his team, but. But yeah, it, he's got to be just like, okay, who are we playing next week? Yep. How do we get over this? Yeah. So that was a, <laughs> yeah, that's definitely encapsulate, encapsulated this whole, I think it was a nice illustration for the whole weekend. Yeah. So coaching hot seat, who do you guys think will be the first coach to get fired in season? I think when we texted about this earlier, I think I got to agree with you, Kyle. I think you said, no, or was that I'm, you, Rob? I've changed. I, I, I can't remember, but I think it's going to be Patricia. Yeah. Yeah. He's, I think because he's so, he's so unlikable. I think, and the pencil thing. Just I, side note: backwards hat pencil man. Backwards yeah. hat, like people that always have like a pen or a pencil behind their ear, or the people that always have sunglasses on, like on their head. No offense, Tripper. Tripper's always got the, I, the pen going. He, yeah, he does. He but, can do it because isn't is his is always for his crossword puzzle, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Okay. Always for his crossword. And my my old buddy Wes, my old friend Wes Cunningham that I used to play for, he he would do that a lot too. But but I, I used to work with this guy that always had a pen behind his ear. And he was just like the most untrustworthy human being. And I also just people that wear sun, it's that affectation of wearing the sunglasses on the head, like inside, like all yeah. the time. Like, I just don't trust those people. Maybe uh, when you go from being the coordinator to the coach, maybe that's when you lose the, the pencil. Back in college, I used to you know wear hats all the time as well. But I always used to stick the pencil up in my uh, hat during college. Was it a, or a pencil or a vibraphone mallet? <laughs> But, but I mean, it was a pencil, but, you know, but college, you're a college I, student. Yeah, I yeah, guess so. But, yeah. Then, yeah, well, but then again, like I used to wear like bagger jeans and Ralph Lauren polo shirts. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think, I think I've Pat- changed. I think Patricia is going to get the, he's going to get the boot first. Yeah. They're terrible. Were they up? Was it 17 zip? They were up this week mm-hmm. and they had a bit. They, I mean, they've blown two. I think they've had, I think the going into last season, they've lost how many straight games. And I think over a majority of them have been losing in the fourth quarter, like the other team coming back and beating them. Yeah, that's pretty I can't remember what the actual number is. But yeah, I think I think their schedule's not gonna get any easier. And even though they've got Stafford who seems to be playing well, relatively healthy, um, I don't see them getting any better. He's I think he's gonna get the axe first. Because New York, I think we all going in knew New York was just gonna be absolutely terrible. Yeah. Um What do you think, think Kyle? Oh and I think Gates will get a little bit of grace because of that, but I think Patricia goes because Detroit loves to fire coaches. Yeah. That's my main thing. Yeah. I love to 
totally. Well, I mean, like I thought Bill O'Brien was going to get fired first after all the just idiotic moves he's made. I just feel bad for Deshaun Watson. Every time he drops back, I just, he's just going to get absolutely mauled. But, um, but yeah, uh, Joey, like I think you brought up the point or Rob that, well, he's also the GM. Like I, I right. totally forgot about that. So like, I think they might wait until the, till the end of the season for that. Cause obviously that's two positions. You don't want to have to fill mid season. If he doesn't win the division, he's probably gone. Yeah. Yeah. I think they'll wait till the end of the year on him too. Especially mm-hmm. how long has he been there now? It's been it's like four or five years, maybe he's five. I would think yeah. it's been a long time. I mean, if you look at the fact that they signed Watson to that long-term deal, I mean, they can't, he's, he's not going to stay alive back there and then he's going to yeah. start. It already seems like veterans like JJ Watt, maybe just him trying to think of other veterans on that team. They, once they kind of start turning on him or they're, I mean, that it's done, then it's all over. And Will Fuller, he didn't even, he didn't have, did he play this week? He didn't have any catches. He didn't do anything. Maybe it's because he's probably getting quadruple teamed with yeah. uh, Hopkins well, I didn't being think, gone. I yeah. didn't think they were going to win that game against Baltimore anyway. Um, I think people are still under the impression that, and, and this is me too, that <clears throat> because Watson's so talented that he can be enough, that he can he can carry them. And when you're running for your life every single play, it doesn't, you can't, you can't make those great plays every single time. You have to be able to, have some other weapons to use. And um, yeah. it's a bummer. I love, I loved it watching Deshaun Watson play. It's, it's tough to see him get his ass kicked so bad. Uh, I do have one other kind of dark horse to be fired, which I guess that's kind of feels mean to say um, Mike Zimmer. Mm. Oh yeah. Good pick. I mean, I don't think, I don't know if you guys saw cousins, excuse me. I think Rob was the one that sent me cousins stat line last week, um, which you can't, you can't put all that on Zimmer, but you know, he, he seems to be, one of those guys that has had enough success, but uh, maybe like a, um, not as much success as a McCarthy, but similar to a McCarthy and that when they've been there for, for a really long, for a long time and they have success, but they just can't get over mm-hmm. that hump to the next level. Um, you're paying a quarterback that much money. Um, they had some brutal injuries this weekend as well, but I just think the clock may be ticking on him a bit. That was a terrible, terrible game. They played last week uh, on Sunday. And Again, another team that's talented that should be playing much better than they are. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a big Kirk Cousins fan. He's 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 a good quarterback. I don't think he's great, but he's he's you know he's won some big games. Anthony Barr, obviously, he's he's, getting, yeah, he's out. That hurts. That hurts their defense a lot. They have Dalvin Cook, Adam Thielen. Yeah, it just kind of feels like they're just going backwards. Yeah. So yeah, I, that's a good that's a good dark horse pick. I, I would definitely if they uh, if they fuck around and go like six and 10 or something. I could see him being on the, the hot seat. Yeah. I guess we'll see what happens uh, at some point this year, 2020, just going after coaches. Pod damn it. Pod damn it. Pod damn it. All right. We're back. It's time for everybody's favorite segment of the week. We have pod damn it. And uh, Joey, uh, Rob, I think, we should, I think we should, I think Joey should go last. Cause I feel like his is going to be pretty extensive. Yeah, for sure. And entertaining. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, like I'll go first. Cause, cause like I can actually keep mine like relatively short. My pod damn it of the week is not necessarily the Panthers, even though they're, I mean, like I just expected them to be terrible, but I am heartbroken about Christian McCaffrey. Hopefully he doesn't rush his injury coming back. Like at least, you know, like maybe he can be used as a decoy at some point. But the one thing I'm really frustrated about is <sighs> college football games are way too fucking long. I can't spend four, four and a half hours watching a college football game anymore. I like, I just can't do it because like we turned on, the Miami Louisville game uh, the other night, what started at six thirty seven o'clock yeah, that was, here that was painful. 
And then like, I think we went to sleep somewhere around like 10 or 1030 and I turned on the TV and this, and the game was still going on. And now like watching like NFL games, cool. Two, two and a half, three hours. Awesome. Game flies by college football. Please keep running the clock. Every time there's a first down, there's no need to stop it. Sorry. These kids, these athletes, they're good. Just run the clock. I'm tired of sitting watching a four hour fucking college football game. Sorry. I'm just, I'm just over it. So yeah, it's way too long. That's my one thing. Sorry, but my short pod. You never have to say in pod. Damn it. You never have to say you're sorry. Oh, thanks, Joey. That's just giving you that. Thank you. Yeah. That freedom. Thank you, (laughs) Rob. You're up. You know, I had a lot of uh, candidates. Uh, There's a lot of stuff that's happened this week. The big 10 just can't shit or get off the pot. Uh, The woman, I can't, her name escapes me. The, the, the woman for USA today that wrote the Christine Brennan. Yeah. You know, she's being dry. You know, everybody that's kind of fucked up this week has gotten their, their due, you know, watching the saints just get outplayed and coached last night was, was hard. But you know, I, when I got done watching the game, I said, I went and made a drink. I sat down and I was like, you know what? Like I said earlier before, I, I don't know if we were recording when I said this, but I'm just happy that we have football. And I'd almost rather watch my team lose in that fashion because Joey has seen me watch my team lose after they've played great and on a freak play, just have your heart ripped out. So I'd almost rather watch a great team play ineptly and be like, you know what? We've got 14 more games. We'll write this ship. I have issues with Peyton, but he's a great coach. He'll figure it out. Dennis Allen's the same way. They'll, They'll figure it out some way. They got great players. Here's my pod, damn it. This is what I've decided on. And it's and it's only slightly sports related. You know, last week we talked about this uh this new normal language of, you know, because of COVID, we're having, you know, yeah, we can't ship things on time or whatever. We have this, we have this new excuse that everything's kind of COVID related. Okay. Commercials during football games. Can we all decide that this unprecedented time thing, like, yes, we all know it's tough. Everybody's having a rough time across the board. Can we gauge the commercials? Can we dial back that sentiment a little bit? And, and, and here's the example that I'll give. And this, this, this may sound relatively benign, but it really pissed me off. <laughs> and you'll see why. The Coke commercial. They ran it several times during the afternoon. The four kids, the two couples, is obviously they hadn't seen each other in a long time because of COVID. And they decided to get together and watch the football game. First of all, they all look like they're in a fucking Benetton ad. They just got back from an Illumineers concert. <laughs> They've got wings and they're popping bottles of Coke watching a football game. Dear Coca-Cola advertising people, that never fucking happens. <laughs> yeah. Those four people, these beautiful young 20-something millennials getting together to watch a football game and then celebrate their team's victory on the balcony with bottles of Coke dressed immaculately sitting in a West Elm fucking showroom living room. That doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't happen. You know what does happen? People like me sitting in the couch. Publix hot wings. Publix, Publix hot, hot wing wings. Fingers. <laughs> you know, it's like we need a we need a little bit a dose, not necessarily like pull back the layers and show how bad things are, but can we just get back? I would kill to see the awkward fucking Jason Witten light beer commercials again. Oh yeah. Which by the way, caught a pass last night. I didn't total, know he was I, a writer. I totally forgot he was playing for the Raiders. Had no idea. Yep. And I was even surprised with Richie Incognito. I didn't, of course, and that makes complete sense. That yeah. completely rounds That's out. That's the final resume. resting place. Yeah. For- he is, he is, like I said last night, he's reached his final form. He just needs to like punch somebody and get thrown out of a game. But yeah, that, that commercial just sent me into a rage. 
Like that just never happens. And I know it's advertising, it's ad movies, you know, it's, but that was just like, can we just stop it with this, the sentimentality of like the sympathy? It, it, it just feels gross. It feels disingenuous. It feels weird. And I'm sorry, those four people are not sitting down to watch a Bills game drinking Coke. <laughs> I was, dude, dude, I was about to say, I mean, like, I'd rather just see just shit can drunk Bills fans in their apartment, you know, parking lot, just putting each other through tables. Or smashing oh, yeah. tables in their own fire yeah. in their backyard. Like yeah. that, that's what real life is. People just screaming at their TVs and got grown men crying. Yeah. Watching but, players get hurt. Yeah. Joey getting mad at friends through text messages. But yes. watching that, football. That's what we want to see. But watching the members of Monsters of Men pretend to watch a fucking football game on someone's $5,000 Ikea couch. Well, it's not Ikea, but it just like, I was just like, come on Coke. Like you have all the money, you have all the advertising budget in the world to bring us something, you know, this whole oh, bringing people together and putting the sheet brought to you by pottery barn. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my, I, I'm sorry. That, that's only mildly sports related, but no, it's good. I just want to say I, I I watched that game last night. I was so pissed that they lost that way. But I was like, you know what? I, I, this is going on longer than I wanted to. So I was like, I needed a palate cleanser. I made a drink. I'm watching that show. Have you guys watched that show, The Vow on HBO? No. It's really good. It's really messed up. It's basically about these people that get, they they join this thing called Nexium. It's like a self-improvement, self-help oh, yeah. program. I've, I've, I've heard bots. So, sorry, Kyle, Kyle can't. What what was what? it? Was it the was it the five thousand dollar IKEA cat? No, yeah, no, it was. I, I meant to say I didn't mean to say IKEA. Of no, it was not the a couple coming back from a Lumineers concert. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they. I mean, they literally it looked like a Benetton no. ad. It well, was well, no, because my wife actually, one of her friends came into town and they saw the Lumineers last year, <laughs> and, and she sent me videos of the concert. And I could actually picture the people that were in those videos. I'm serious. Go look up that commercial. It's it's it, it is it is so patently absurd to me yeah that they would show this during a football game yeah maybe we can put this behind your pod damon rand for our uh, instagram uh, preview <laughs> but but like so i, I wanted to watch I, so I was like i just need some, i gotta watch something else so and, and it's really great but it's really dark because these people get they go into this this program thinking it's gonna be one thing and it turns into it's like sex trafficking it's dark these people give up their lives and tons of money and it just but it's a very compelling story when i got done watching that i was like you know what that's when this sense of gratefulness kind of came over me. It's like, I have a house. I'm still employed. I'm healthy. I love football despite all it's my team's faults. I'm just glad it's here. I'm glad my, you know, my friends are all going through shit, but everybody's relatively healthy. We're figuring out a way to make it through this. <laughs> but before I fell asleep last night, I couldn't get that fucking commercial out of my head. <laughs> I just was like, it just pissed me off. So I, I, and I'm sorry. I, it just seems ridiculous. And I know to even bring don't it say up. You're sorry. You know, like yeah, said, yeah, you never no, you're like, yeah, there's no, that's right. Okay. Dynamic. I'm yeah. not sorry. No, fuck sorry. you. Coke get with the program. Uh, bring, bring Jason Whitten or someone make, make it real for us. That's it. I'm done. I'm All right. Out. All right, Joey, Go, you're Joey. up. Um, uh, like you can hit space bar when you're done. I'm just going to go up and make lunch. Yeah. Is, is that cool? <laughs> You guys want to go uh, work a shift somewhere and, and, uh, well, uh, before I start my pod, damn it, I have to say, uh, along the lines of commercials that get aired a lot during football games, there's one that needs to be taken off the air immediately. Have you guys seen it's 15 seconds? They show it a lot during college games. It's, it's the pedigree oh, with yeah. the little girl in the hospital. Yep. And the dog comes in like, yeah. 
Can, I don't I mean, want to cry during a football game. I know it. I I have the I have the commercial memorized. I've seen it a thousand times. I get choked up one hundred percent of the time. Yeah. I don't need to see the dog come in and lay the head down on the sick girl. And there, yeah, it's a very sweet thing. But you know, when I'm watching the Broncos, I'm at, I'm essentially at work. <laughs> so if I don't get paid, but that's why I was so frustrated when he texted me because. I was at work. I can't be on my phone yeah, during no. work. Sorry. Pod damn it. Okay. Injuries. I know everybody deals with them. Yeah. All of our teams. Actually, I don't think the Saints have had any any big ones yet. The whole league is dealing with injuries. It wasn't enough to lose Von Miller on the last play of the last practice before the season starts in no pads. It wasn't enough to lose him for the year. Wasn't enough to lose Philip Lindsay, most exciting, one of the most exciting players on offense in week one. And there were a lot of other injuries to players that most people wouldn't know, so I won't name them. But then Drew Locke, who since the retirement of Peyton Manning, has been the first quarterback that Denver fans have truly been excited about. Mm, really? Yeah. Tebow is <laughs> sorry. Tebow. So if you look at that, not not that Case Keenum, uh, Brandon Allen, Joe Flacco, Paxton Lynch just didn't get us all thrilled about our chances. Got Osweiler, Brock Osweiler. We're so excited. First quarter rolls out. Not only hurts his shoulder, but of course it's his throwing shoulder. That wasn't quite enough. Let's have our backup quarterback come in, play his ass off, give us a really good chance to win against one of the best teams in the AFC. There was a perfect pass to Cortland Sutton, who, by the way, also got hurt in that last practice and missed last week with an AC joint sprain. The ball goes through his hands, gets intercepted, and on the tackle, he tears his ACL and his MCL in his right knee. So you had literally the top three players on the Denver Broncos by September 20th are out for the year. Drew Locke should be back in five to six weeks. I can't believe, I can't begin to describe how disheartening that is. And let me be the first to say, anybody that knows me, hopefully knows I value a lot of things in life. (laughs) But in a year such as this, which I think we can agree that looking forward to a football season has been one of the things that's been keeping us going. To have that many injuries and (laughs) the outlook for your season just crushed. Um, God damn it. I was, it sucks. It just freaking <laughs> yeah. sucks. You try to spin it in a positive way. I listen to this Broncos podcast every day and somebody emailed into it, which I thought was hilarious. And he said, I'm begging you guys, will you please not start talking about next year's draft? It's only September. <laughs> and it's kind of that made me laugh because I'm like, yeah, there's already freaking idiots out there that are, that are saying uh, tank for Trevor, which Denver has way too many good players. They're not, they're not going to get the first pick. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't even know that that's the answer too, because if you can't protect your quarterback, I don't, I don't think it matters who is back there. Um, Bill O'Brien hasn't figured that out yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm so freaking frustrated. And uh, this is the first year, I guess this is a sign that I'm getting older too, because I'm, I'm, it's actually making me sadder the older I get feeling bad for these players that are getting hurt. You know, you picture putting in that much work, getting ready for a season. And of course they're making, you know, five, 10, $15 million. Or if you're Vaughn Miller, 20 million. 
but it still has to suck pretty bad to have your entire year just taken away. Watching Saquon Barkley, who by all accounts is a really good kid and an amazing athlete, watching him get helped off, that made me like I almost had a pedigree commercial moment. That made me, I mean, like I feel for these guys. I don't care how much money they're making. They're playing this game because they love it and they can. And they're expected to perform at this high level and then they can't because of these freak injuries. And I feel, I mean, watching Bosa getting carved off the field, that makes me feel sad for those guys because the game is better with him in it. Yeah. And, you know, now you're going to see, what is it? Who is it? the Giants in San Francisco? I mean, that's going to be a. I almost want to watch to see how bad that game is going to be. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, take comfort in that. It, you probably have a better chance of salvaging your season over San Francisco because that team is fucking done. Yeah, they 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 are they are obliterated. They are done. And this is the year. Uh, there's an extra wild card team. Yeah. So the season is not. Lost extra wild card team, uh, but it's just injuries are. It's just it's frustrating because obviously you can't do anything about them. They can't do anything about them, and it's tough to have your literally your top three players on your team are out by week two. Yeah, um, I've been watching football for thirty plus years, and I, I've never I've never seen that happen to the Broncos. I'm sure. I mean, it, it happened to the 49ers right now, but it's pretty rare to have that happen. So I, I, as much as I'm loving why I'm watching so much football, I'd love to see a little break on the injuries. If this happens again, no pun intended. Like <laughs> if this, if we have another day, we have another reaping like this, like next this weekend or in a couple of weeks, then I think you could throw in an argument that maybe there's something up with the conditioning and not having a preseason, but I still chalk it up to just it being freak thing, a freak thing. Oh, and, and I do have one one last piece for my pod. Damn it, the, these people, the the Clay Travis's of the world, these the people that are obsessed with saying how down NFL viewing is because they don't, you know, stand for the flag. All this crap. The ratings are high, first of all, and you have to take into account how many people are streaming now. I feel like mm-hmm. I'm one of the only people I know that actually has. I mean, I have direct TV for Sunday ticket, but most people are streaming or doing a combination of things like the popularity of the NFL has never been higher. Yeah. And it's freaking pisses me off that Clay Travis dudes like that. They shit on the NFL and the players that they, they don't pay homage to the, to the, the flag the way they think they should, but they they're still watch it and they, and they report on it and they talk about it and yeah. they talk about their team so everybody just, if, if you truly are done with the NFL and you're not watching, number one, you're missing out because it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, but number two, we're going into week three. Like we, sh- it should be crickets from you right now. You, we shouldn't even hear you talk about it anymore. Like you're not, number one, you're not missed. You are in the minority. If you want to talk about other sports that have actual dips in their viewership, that's a different conversation. But Football is is still by far the most popular sport in America, and it's great. And I I know we talked about this last week, and I think even regardless of the injuries, there's been so many great games. I think the overall caliber of of play has been awesome, um, and it's great. I mean, I watch Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and it is. I'm happy that it's back. So I guess my pod damn it is, I'm 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 giving it a positive 
spin at the end. Yeah, people yeah. are just looking for one metric that will, or a couple of them will, will which will support the narrative. Yeah, you're yeah. trying to push, and it's like, well, you can't. It's like the injuries thing. You can't look at. That's why I think it's such a freak thing because it's all these different causations that come in that that make those things happen. You can't just say it's, you know, conditioning or lack of a preseason. It's like, no, you, you, you can't do that. And, and that's what people want to do now. That's, you know, you say something long enough, people will believe it, even if it's wrong. We've seen that. <laughs> yeah. Well, many times ad, over. Ad revenue is up. And uh, I saw NFL merchandise sales are up. Like they've never been, this is the highest they've been. So that argument, if, if people feel that way, I, I mean, just shut the hell up about it. You know, yeah. it's not going away. We know uh, there's plenty of other sports to watch. There's a great yeah. NBA postseason that's going on right now. Yeah. yeah. Watch uh, that watch or, you know, just, uh, yeah. Hockey. And, what, and what's going on with golf? I, I was expecting like, now you have to like pay to the, the, what was the tournament that was at wing foot is the U S open. Yeah. The U S open. Oh God. That, that six putt. Did you oh, that was, that, that was, oh yeah. I watched, I didn't know about Danny, it until you uh, sent it to me. What's his name? Danny. His quadruple bogey. Oh my God. Did you see the clip after that? When he, how he hurt his wrist by destroying, destroying his putter, his putter, on, his putter on, his on, on his golf yeah. bag. Yeah. That, that was hard to watch. And I yeah. love me some cringe. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was bad. Yeah. Dude lost it. Um, yeah, th- there's, there's other, there's a great, God, the hockey, the postseason hockey, the playoff hockey has been great. Basketball has been great. Go watch that or, or just don't go hang out with your family. Like why do people, and that's, I I guess that's a, that's a topic for another podcast another time, but just, and it's why I don't, why I'm off Facebook now. It's just, why put the energy into bitching? Like, yeah, we sit here and bitch about stuff on pod damn it, but it's, this is a fun exercise. This is a kind of therapeutic thing for me. You know, it's not going out to, you know, thousands and millions of people, but yet, but, but these people that feel like they every, (laughs) but these people that feel like they have to let their opinion known on everything, especially on social issues involving sports. It's like, did you just, why don't you go hang out with your family? You know, cause you, cause you're, cause then you put that out there and then you're going to get a fight with somebody in the comment section and you're going to spend, you know, how many minutes of your day you're going to spend defending your, your argument when you could put that energy into something else. Yeah. You know, yep. at the end of the day, it's a game. We all love sports, but it, you know, why, why are we, why are we doing this to ourselves? Yeah. Just people just <laughs> want just enjoy to the complain about, enjoy the game. Yeah, for sure. Well, that wraps up this week's episode of One More Pass. You can follow us at One More Pass on Instagram and on Twitter. And uh, go subscribe, rate. Please leave a five-star review for whatever podcast platform you listen on. Sure. Uh, I can't talk today. It's fine. (laughs) But uh, yeah, Joey, do you have anything to say to our pass receivers? If you could... uh, Thoughts and prayers. Yeah, and light a candle to the... the, uh, Light a candle for the right shoulder throwing arm of Drew Locke really would like to see him play as much as possible this year. That's good, Rob. I just say, uh, again, just be thankful we have football, we have sports to watch because these are indeed unprecedented times. We'll see you next week.